I am Maggie Miked Up, and you probably shouldn't listen to me. I am in no way a professional. I am simply a person that grew up in a world of chaos and managed to find a quiet place in that world for myself. I have worked extensively on my own healing. I've burned the bridges that reliably allowed bringers of chaos into my life, and I have replaced them with bridges that allow me to advance in the quiet I covet. This may be relatable for those of you that also grew up with the flames of chaos engulfing your environment, and may help you form your own path to peace. Get to know me as I share my perspective on various life struggles, and how I found myself peace in paradise. Today on Peace in Paradise, we will be addressing some workplace questions. Let us begin with a question from Reddit user BrantoBanana. Heyo, I was recently promoted and am now manager at my company. We are expected to constantly be reachable by corporate and our employees. Although that is an expectation, they don't provide a work phone, so we heavily rely on our own personal device or plan. I am weighing the options of just using Google Voice for free or getting a second SIM for Hello Mobile or another company and getting their cheapest plan so that I can use dual SIM and keep my iMessage. Firstly, I'd like to congratulate you on the promotion. Without knowing where you are from, I can't speak to the jurisdictional requirements of the company in terms of if they need to pay you for use of your personal phone. Unfortunately, companies often find ways around these requirements anyway. If the pay difference is substantial enough, I'd consider waiting out the first year of the position, utilizing free options, while putting the excess pay into an investment that provides dividends each month or quarter. At the point that the dividends I am receiving cover a separate phone or a separate SIM, I would purchase whichever option makes my life the easiest. If I haven't signed my contract for the new position yet, I would consider trying to negotiate a fee for use of my personal devices, something like a technology fund for the position. This next request is from a listener that would like to remain anonymous, so some details have been changed to protect the integrity of our listener. Our upper management does not do anything for our birthdays. I'm a shift supervisor, and a coworker's birthday is fast approaching. I purchased a gift and a card. Nothing expensive, just a thoughtful gesture on my end. Now, this coworker is a dramatic type, and in the past has deliberately ignored me when he doesn't want to do what is assigned for tasks, and has gone out of his way to tell people that the shift supervisor, me, is after him and doesn't like him. On a side note, I don't like him, but I have never treated him in any way to give him these ideas. I try my best to assign the bad stuff equally, if that makes sense. Work drama. Should I bother with the card and gift? Ah, the old birthday conundrum. Things to keep in mind. Coworkers are not your friends. And in this case, subordinates are definitely not your friends. They may feel chummy as you spend the biggest portion of your waking life with these people. However, in workplace situations, no matter how invaluable you feel, you will always be considered replaceable, as is everyone else. Now, as a supervisor, if you choose to do anything for birthdays or other holidays to lift up morale, consider keeping them as similar as you can across the board for each coworker or subordinate. 
as you attempt to keep the schedule as fair as possible, ensure you keep all extra treatment of each person as fair as possible. This is to ensure that no one has the ability to use differing treatment as a way to prove that you don't like them or are after them. In this instance, I would consider going forward with the small gift and card as long as it is on par with what other co-workers have received from you. If you haven't already, you could have each person that would like to be included in the birthday gifting to add their names to a calendar for you. If someone doesn't add their name to this calendar, you do not go forward with gifting them anything, and that is on them. For people that do add their names to your calendar, get them each something identical or at least similar in price range. If you have a coworker that you do have a better relationship with, consider gifting them the same small token at work. And if you've done more for them, only provide them with their more substantial gift outside of the workplace. The parking lot does not count. Hopefully they will choose to keep it out of sight and out of mind. Just know that even the friendliest of coworkers can throw you under the bus when given the chance. I commend you for caring about your coworkers. Just remember to protect yourself in the process of caring. Finally, we're moving back to Reddit for a question from user Bonk Bonk Bonk. I, 28 female, have been working as a circus clown for about five years now, and I'm a pretty experienced individual. Whenever it is my time to work on stage or perform any act, I always do it on point and follow all of my boss's indications. And I never say anything about the instructions he gives me, even though I'm not always comfortable with the job he tells me to do. Sometimes he would ask me to be a substitute for the acrobats at our circus if they got sick or just weren't available that day. And this is something he knew I hated doing. Side note, sometimes he didn't pay me extra for doing the acrobat's job. This is going to sound ironic. I'm aware of that, but I have always profoundly disliked being the center of attention in any situation, and the fact that I worked as a circus clown just made this whole thing worse. I get very overwhelmed when there's a lot of noise going on, and when I signed up to be a clown, I was aware of this, but it was my last resort. I was never exactly rich, you see. Plus, I had attended acting classes when I was younger, which made me suitable for the job. So, what else can I say? The point is, one day I was especially overwhelmed after a shift working as a clown because of how utterly loud the crowd had been that day, to the point I almost started crying on stage. This kind of ruined my performance in the last bit, and it pissed my boss off a bit which I could understand normally, but after nailing almost all the other performances I had done in the past five years, ugh, well. While I was backstage and removing my makeup, my boss stormed in and began to go on a rant about how irresponsible I am and that I'd practically ruined the entire show that day because of my behavior. I began to argue back, explaining how I was dehydrated before starting the show and that I had previously been working for three hours and that I was already exhausted by that point and that the audience cheering and screaming at the top of their lungs was not helping at all and that my slip up had only lasted for about the last five minutes of my performance. He began to go on a rant about how much of a bitch I was and sometimes how bossy I was, to which I replied with, 
getting up, slapping him several times, and then throwing a glass of water at his face, then leaving. The next day, I got a text from my workmate, I'll call her Carrie, saying that I had been too rough on my boss and that I was going to get fired, and I deserved it. I don't think I'm the bad guy in this situation, but Carrie insisted that I was being stubborn and cruel to my poor boss, and a couple minutes later, I received a text from him saying that I was fired. Reddit, I don't think I was the asshole at first, but I did truly tell my boss some mean stuff, and that's making me reconsider. Am I the asshole? I wish I could say this is a tough one. Yeah, in this case, it would appear that you are the whole of the butt. If you've had concerns about past discrepancies in pay, they need to be brought up when they happen. Waiting years and letting these concerns build up only to address them when you're overwhelmed and discussing your performance is unfair to you and your boss. I will first address being overwhelmed by noise. If this is an ongoing trigger, perhaps you could express, at some point in your act, how you would like the crowd to respond. People can express their pleasure by clapping and cheering, but can also use non-verbal expressions of excitement. For example, if you would like the crowd to use non-verbal communication, perhaps start by clapping your hands, and then signing in such a way to say stop or whoa, and then changing from clapping to using the local sign language for applause giving a quieter but still high-energy option for showing their pleasure at your act. This is, of course, assuming that your particular type of clowning is nonverbal. If you speak during your act, you could simply add a verbal cue requesting that nonverbal celebration is what's received from the crowd. It doesn't have to be a sign language option. It could be waving glow sticks in the air or any other option that makes you feel more comfortable. Now... As for the reaction to your boss, it sounds like they are no longer your boss. However, if you've managed to retain your position, I would recommend checking out some form of anger management and conflict resolution training. Even if you are seeking out a new position somewhere else, I would still urge you to consider these options. If you aren't able to get to the root cause of your lashing out, this may be a risk factor that you'll face again in the future. The only thing this leads to for you is chronic work and financial instability. You yourself deserve better than to force yourself into a bad position due to something you could potentially gain some sense of control over. As always, if you agree or disagree with any advice I've provided, please let me know in the comments below. Feel free to share additional advice you have for each person in the comments on YouTube. If you'd like to reach out for advice, send me an email to maggiemikeduppsubmissions at gmail.com or contact me on social media at maggiemikeduppsubmissions. If you'd like to hear more from me, like this podcast and subscribe to my podcast and social medias.